come to prepare for Canada's weekly chat. Talk to Nick and Dave. I'm Nick. And I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm in Vancouver. And I'm here in Toronto. <laughs> so we've got you covered coast to coast. Um, we've been watching you guys sending a lot of questions on the WhatsApp, and uh, we're going to be we're going to be taking a lot of these questions and, and and trying to answer them to make your journey into Canada a lot easier. So, you know, what today's conversation? Let's start talking about. We've heard a lot from you guys. Some of you are landing as soon as. Let's talk about something that all of you who have got your visa will face at some stage or the other, and that is your first steps when you come to Canada. Dave, any thoughts on that? Well, we've got a number of tools that can actually help people get ready for their first steps here in Canada, including our checklist ebook that we can talk about later. But it certainly helps uh, people address a couple of really important ideas. The importance of using settlement agencies when you arrive would be a great, great source of knowledge and a great community to sort of connect with, uh, with people in your community. It's really important to understand some uh, principal ideas. One, housing. Two, settlement. Three, job finding, uh, and uh, if you have kids, getting your kids in, in, into school. So, uh, and, and our, our checklist ebook certainly helps you uh, out, uh, you know, uh, and outlines uh, the steps that you need to take. So, so Nick, why don't we start off with, uh, with talking about some settlement first steps. Well, the, the first thing that I would recommend to everyone is when you land here, the first thing you should do is fill up your SIM card application and your uh, your medical uh, application. So in Vancouver, in BC, it's called MSP. In uh, in Ontario, it's it's called the OHIP, Ontario Health Insurance Plan. So that's a that's a federal government, a provincial government plan. Now we're putting up a very quick poll so that we can where you guys are. Um, in your uh, journey to Canada. So this will again help us while we are talking to you. It will help us address your issues based on your responses to this poll. So let's give you 30 seconds to answer the poll. And Nick, while we're giving people time to answer the poll, I mean, one of the things that we can suggest as well to our audience is if they haven't registered for our Know Before You Go webinar, uh, it is uh, a great webinar. There's a great opportunity to speak with either yourself or myself and a financial institution representative that can help address a lot of your financial first steps uh, questions you may have. Absolutely. If you haven't already participated, I uh, highly recommend that you register. Absolutely. In fact, KBYG, know before you go, as we call it KBYG, it should be, frankly, your, your, the, the platform on which you do all your, your research. 
So yes, you should check out our Know Before You Go webinar. Register. We've got a lot of webinars out there for you guys, and they're all at no cost to you. So please do take advantage of this. No one gives you this kind of programming that Rebecca Cannon does. Looks, we've got a, we've got a virtual fair coming up, guys, and so I'll talk about that a little later. But let's talk, let's come back to first things first. So you're in Canada. You've landed here, maybe with children in tow, maybe without. Um, but you know, so you're hit with so many changes. It can be a little overwhelming. What we would suggest to you is you create a map. What are the first things you're going to be doing? Number one, get all your paperwork done. So if you've got to get your uh, your your driver's license, start attending to these small things so you get them out of the way. Some of them will take time. For example. It'll take you time to get your SIM card. It'll take you time to get your medical insurance card. And if if you're landing in either BC or in Ontario, uh, and BC's uh, this main city is Vancouver, and Ontario the main city is Toronto, you will not be able to get medical coverage for up to 90 days now. If you have come here with family, children, it is highly, highly uh, suggested that you do get yourself private medical insurance. Now, some of you have actually sent us in the WhatsApp group, uh, can you tell us where we should go? And that's a great question. Now, in our virtual fair, which is launching on the 18th and 19th of October, there is actually a booth where you can talk to them about getting private medical insurance. So I'm not going to tell you all the stuff because you'll actually be able to speak to the person and get the information and be able to get the insurance before you even land in Canada, which is a great thing. Let's talk about a couple of things that are important. You know, when you get into a house, you're going to start re renting. There are so many things that you have to look at. One of the things that you you know you should start looking at as you start your, your journey in Canada start creating a budget of sorts because there are certain costs that will come at you and you'll scratch your hand and say I didn't factor that in so let's talk about housing and renting obviously everyone rents first they don't buy a house and it's going to take you time but remember that you've got when you move into a house apartment or, or a townhouse whatever you may move into you have to look at costs like hydro Cable, cable TV, uh, internet, parking. You need to have um, a damage deposit. You need to have. You need to buy furnishings if the place is not furnished. You need to have a budget for that. Um, you should also look at house insurance. When I came in here and I was new to Canada, and uh, within I think about six months' time, my my entire apartment flooded because there was a um, there was a, uh, a cracked pipe in the winter, and so the whole apartment was flooded. All our, all our, all our things got completely submerged in water, uh, at least uh, six inches deep. And fortunately, we had bought uh, uh, insurance for, for, the, for, for as renters. So rental insurance is also important. There are a lot of things that you will come to know on these subjects as you are going to be in touch with Prepare for Canada. Take a look at, for example, 
the difficulties a lot of immigrants face when they come to Canada and they cannot get get a rental accommodation because they don't have a credit history. Credit history is very important in Canada. We will be having, we'll be announcing shortly a, a special program that will help you overcome that hurdle as well, which is why it's very important for you to keep in touch with Prepare for Canada. Think of us as your personal mentors. So these are a couple of things that you need to go through in order to start creating your budgets on a on, on a monthly basis. How much are you going to spend? You need to start looking at travel. Are you going to be buying a car? In which case, you've got to look at gas and repair costs. Are you going to be taking public transport? In which case, you need to go and buy yourself the public passes. Sorry, Dave, you're saying something? Well, I was just going to remind people as well that when you're talking about renting and budgeting and for the importance of credit history for renting, uh, we cover off a lot of these topics and more in our renting webinar. And we have actually created that webinar in conjunction with uh, a real estate firm, a uh, multinational real estate firm, uh, on, but we've uh, worked on a local basis to make sure that that renting webinar is uh, is uh, in, filled with important information on a local market basis. So if you haven't registered for our renting webinar, again, I would encourage uh, all of you to do so. And you just simply have to go to our resources section of our website, find our webinars, re register for our renting webinar, and you're going to get a lot more information in more detail on uh, some of the topics that uh, Nick was just touching upon. Stop the podcast. If you're looking for the resources, ebooks, webinar registration information, or anything else that we've mentioned in our podcast, head to www.prepareforcanada.com forward slash podcast right now. You can register for webinars, download ebooks, and subscribe to Prepare for Canada so that you can stay up to date on issues affecting newcomers to Canada. Back to Nick and Dave. One of the most important things that you will spend your money on is a cell phone. Now, a lot of things happen when immigrants come and buy cell phone plans. Number one is some of you may come with your own instrument and you want to buy the cheapest plan. And as my friend Dave likes to say, cheap, fast, good, choose two. So if it's cheap and fast, it's not good. And this is what a lot of people find. There are second tier and third tier uh, cell phone plans which will be inexpensive. But imagine if the call that you missed was a call for an interview in the next couple of hours. You don't want that. So don't don't when you're going out to get a plan, try to stick within the top three providers because you cannot go wrong. That's, so that's a very important tip for all of you. Um, you can also use, depending on what instrument you brought with you, you could use your instruments from your home country. Uh, so that's a couple of other things. Now let's go to what Dave was talking about. You know, all research shows that if immigrants go to a settlement agency, their outcomes, their results are far superior to those who didn't. Now, a lot of you, like myself, coming into the country are internationally trained uh, and, and graduated 
and have had uh, uh, a fair modicum of success in our in our professions. And you know, we feel well, we don't really need all this stuff. Um, no, not so, because there are several areas which you will not know, and we'll come to that in a little more detail. But the fact of the matter is, the government of Canada has been funding these settlement agencies to the tune of almost a billion dollars so that you get this information and hit the ground running. You know, the other thing is a lot of us come from countries with large social networks, families, friends, uncles, aunts, cousins, so on and so forth. And, you know, immigration can be a very um, uh, emotional thing to many of us who come in here and, you know, suddenly all, the only person you can call to talk about the challenges you're facing is uh, halfway around the world in a different time zone. It becomes hard. So, you know, what, if, when you go to a settlement agency, you have the opportunity to meet so many others who are in the same path that you are in. And it's easier to make friends over. Um, and, you know, and then and then you've got uh, you've got a lot of programs. For example, you have programs on business English courses. You have programs on industry-specific cl classes. These are all a lot of these programs are mentioned in our career pathways ebooks. Now, if you don't know about those, let me tell you very quickly. Career Pathways, we've covered 22 of the top professions. You can go there, download those books, and they will give you a national scan. These books have been updated for 2017, so you can be sure you're getting absolutely the most current information. Now, apart from going to settlement agencies, there are a couple of things that you need to understand. Mentorship programs are a fabulous way to succeed in Canada. All the research that we've been looking at over the past few years have shown us that there are great results coming out of mentorship. And it's amazing. All the things that I'm talking about, Prepare for Canada's got a program for you. On mentorship, we're actually having a, a special webinar that should be happening in the next month or so. So again, it comes back to Prepare for Canada should be your friend. Should be the first email you should read because you're going to keep getting emails. You're going to keep sending you opportunities. This morning I was on a call with uh, a, a, about a hundred people from around the world looking at opportunities in engineering, in food processing, in the food processing industry. So you got an opportunity to get jobs as you come to the country. So keep keep in touch with us. And let's talk about another very, very important aspect of moving in, and that is banking and handling money. You know, banking is very different in Canada. You have uh, the terminology can change. Apart from the terminology change, the way you bank change. For example, in, in Canada, uh, what you used to call a savings account in India is called a checking account here what you used to call a fixed deposit is called a GIC. So you need to understand the different terminology. More than that, you need to figure out 
when you land in Canada, you have to show proof of funds. This is very, very important. Remember, if you don't have your proof of funds at the airport, you can be turned away. So how do you get proof of funds? The best way that we have seen, Dave and I working in this area for several years, over 10 years together, is to open a bank account before you even arrive. Check out our Scotia Bank Start Right program, which allows you to open a bank account while you're sitting at home. When you land here, you can show at your immigration, you can show your proof of funds because you've already transferred your money into your Scotia Bank account. This is very important. Please, please, please look at that and start working on creating a credit history. This is very important. Uh, when I came into Canada 20 years ago, I had to give a $1,000 deposit to a bank who gave me a credit card with a $500 limit. <laughs> it sounds crazy. Uh, but we've, we've come a long way because Scotiabank, if you open your Start Right account, you will be able to access that immediately. You've got a credit card immediately, which is great. So start understanding you need to build a credit history. So you must, must, must get a credit card. It's the best and fastest way of building your credit history. That credit history will be very important for you when you start going in for things like uh, buying a house. You need to get a mortgage. What you call a home loan in your home country is called a mortgage in North America. So you need to get a mortgage. How do you go about doing that if you do not have a credit? then the amount of down payment that you have to do will be that much higher. So it's your choice. Build a credit history or give a higher deposit. Okay? And then, of course, the other very, very important thing is enrolling children in schools. Or you've got, you know, are coming with uh, uh, children who are at uh, the school going age. So let's talk about this. A lot of immigrants, including myself, when you ask them, why did you immigrate to Canada? came here for the children. Not so true. Uh, let's talk about education in Canada. <sighs> Every child between the ages of 5 and 18 is entitled to enter to attend school. It is mandatory that you uh, that you enroll your child in school as soon as possible before arriving in Canada. Uh, sorry, after arriving in Canada. Um, there are different levels in the Canadian education system beginning at age five, when they enter kindergarten, then they attend primary or elementary school from grade A, uh, one to seven or eight, and then from there they go into high school. And then afterwards, they'll probably go to college or university. So how do you, uh, how do you get your child to school? You need to have proof of your child's age, birth certificate, you need to have proof of address, a copy of a bank statement, telephone, electrical bill, bill or an apartment lease with your name and address on it. You need to have also the immunization record. Proof that your son or daughter has been immunized It's very critical. If you do not have that, they have the right to refuse your admission because other children could get infected. In some, uh, in some school boards, you know, newcomer students may have to go to an assessment or reception center and all of this information is available to you on the Prepare for Canada website. Lastly, 
do bring all the information on your child's previous report card or textbook or any other information which would be helpful so you can bring it to the center and the teachers can understand what level your child is. Dave? So Nick, while you've been speaking, there have been a couple of questions come in, one on Facebook and one through chat. One has to do with, uh, with uh, an internship, actually. One a question being asked, uh, do we help in providing information on mentorship or networking? And uh, so I just wanted to address that. As Nick mentioned, we will be launching, in conjunction with the Calgary Regional Immigration Employment Council, a, a webinar series that has to do with mentorship. Uh, and so please check out our site. If you haven't done so already, sign up for our webinar news alert, our webinar alerts, because when we get this webinar uh, operational on, on mentorship, you can all attend and we'll be featuring a recognized expert uh, from uh, the Calgary Regional Immigration Employment Council uh, talking about the importance of mentorship and how you can connect with met mentors in Alberta and generally mentorship programs across the country. So mentorship is really, really a great, great tool to sort of break into the job market. Please make sure that you look out for that upcoming uh, webinar. And on networking, as Nick mentioned, we have over 20 different professions and trades, career pathways ebooks. Go to our resource sec sec section of our site and see if we are we have covered off your uh, specific profession or trade. If we have, I'd encourage you to download that ebook because within that ebook, we do talk about networking groups that are available to, for those specific professions and trades. So if you're looking at trying to break into the networking uh, a networking environment here in Canada, uh, the the Career Pathways eBooks can contain some great information. And I would also recommend that you sign up for our Working in Canada, our Canadian Job Search Strategies and Techniques webinar, because we cover off a lot of information about the importance of networking and how to break into networks, professional immigrant network groups that have been created for you here in Canada. So please do that. Mentorship and networking are really two important tools to get into the job market, and we've got uh, some great resources for you uh, to learn about how you can use those tools here in Canada. Uh, Perfect. In fact, in fact, the, the the third leg I would say on that stool, Dave, is how to get Canadian experience for free, and we'll talk about that when you go to our Prepare for Canada virtual fair on the 18th. We've got experts talking about how you can get Canadian experience and you can start getting ready to get your job as soon as possible. Now, we're reaching our 24-minute mark. I have another program that starts in the next one and a half minute. I have to say thank you very much to you, to Dave, my business partner, and Ryan, the brains behind all this technology stuff. and. Sorry, we've not been very active on WhatsApp, but hey, 
why don't we start now? Send us a message. Send Dave messages, send me messages, and Ryan messages. And we'll try and get back to We're trying to create this community where we start getting you all connected with each other. So don't feel shy to talk to each other. You're here to connect. That's what networking is all about. Thank you all very much. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Ryan. Goodbye. Okay. And see you next Friday for a chat with Nick and Dave. Bye. Thanks all. Bye.